You're listening to the 10-Minute Think-Through to the point conversation about the Bible, theology, and current events. Today, we're we're asking the question, is baptism necessary for salvation? And examining the answer that we find in Scripture. Has anyone ever gone to heaven who hasn't been baptized? I thought that was a good question to ask. I heard uh, Todd Wagner, pastor at Watermark Church in Dallas, ask that question. So in Scripture, if the thief on the cross who said... He wanted to uh, receive Christ in so many words, right? And Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. If he had not no opportunity to get baptized, um, but Jesus said that, they would answer the question, right? Right. What about Old Testament? Well, yeah, I would say that that was uh, Abraham. Abraham believed God, and it was, it was credited to him as righteousness. And so I don't think that baptism was—there was no baptism for Abraham. Yeah. So, short answer to the question, do you have to be baptized to go to heaven? No. No. You don't have to, to <laughs> get baptized to go to heaven. Um, but it's a pretty good idea. It's a really good idea. Why would you not want to? How about that for question number two? Why would someone not want to get baptized? It's uncomfortable. People are watching. It's awkward. Yeah. The public nature of the of the actual act. Yeah. Yeah. And that being a... If personality thing, a cultural thing. Right. And if it doesn't save me, like... Yeah, then what's the point? Right. I would say for our particular denomination, we would hold it in a really special esteem. But I do think that there are faithful Christians of other denominations of evangelical Christianity who would have a little, little bit more of an open-handed view of baptism. And so um, not necessarily saying that it has an order that there must be, you know, a commitment to follow Christ and then baptism. I I think I've heard the phrase a lot. You need to have baptism on the right side of your salvation. I've honestly, I've always kind of had a little bit of a question mark with that, but I think that yeah, I, I think that it's a uh, a great step for any believer to take. Baptism is a first next step. We would say. We talk about our mission to help people take their next step with Jesus. Baptism is a first next step. So Jesus said that we should make disciples and baptize them to publicly say to everyone in their life and to publicly say to the community of Christians, uh, and we would even say to the covenanted members of a local church that that person is making that statement when they are baptized i have uh, gone from death to life i have passed from my old self to a new self and the water symbolic in that so in that public declaration um, the question really in some ways just comes down to do i really believe jesus meant that every christian should do so Um, and to that we would say yes Um, that that is um, clearly the early historical pattern and um, that 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 is, in fact, the best way to interpret the New Testament. Yeah, John Piper, um, he actually answered this question in a sermon he did in 1980. And um, I I love this analogy. He talked about, you know, if if you're a guy and you love your girlfriend and you want to marry her, um, an engagement's not necessary. Like you could literally just say, hey, let's get married, go to the courthouse and, and be done with it. Um, but we know uh, a, a symbol of commitment in our culture is that he buys a ring, saves up, 
buys a pretty expensive ring, gets down on one knee, makes it a special moment and proposes to her, gives her the opportunity to say yes or no uh, as a sign of respect. And that, that ring then is a symbol of his love for her. That moment is a symbol of his love for her. I thought that was a really great analogy um, when John was saying, when we call baptism a symbol, it is. But that we don't want to belittle it in saying that it's a symbol. It's a, it's a kind of a big deal. It's as big of a deal as an engagement ring is a big deal. Um, and so I thought that was a really helpful analogy for me. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, in an ongoing way, that ring is a reminder to everyone else, you know, as we would say in a wedding, of that covenant that has been made, that covenant you've entered into. And so when someone follows Christ, they make a commitment to enter into that covenant. It's a covenant that was initiated by God with us and one that we've entered into, one that we're going to publicly say is uh, is a, a commitment that we have made. Um, in the book of Acts, uh, in chapter 2, verse 38, you see there... Um, salvation and baptism linked. All right, you see, uh, repent and be baptized. It seems like not that those two words are uh, linked in a way that is um, two pieces of the same. Um, you know, so I make a I make a promise, I turn from my sin, and I get baptized, and then I come uh, into relationship with God. I, I can go to heaven when I die. But rather that that it's a process, right? So we would see baptism as a process, that once you have turned from sin to follow Christ, a place that you would go then is that you would publicly make that statement. I think one of the phrases that, that I think is helpful too is, um, and maybe more of our, uh, more of our traditional uh, churches would use this phrase, it's uh, that baptism is a means of grace. And so what, you, what you're witnessing is a, is a real picture of that buried with Christ in death. You know, when, uh, when I used to work with students primarily, um, one of the metaphors I would say is someone else has to baptize you. It's really difficult physically to baptize yourself, to lower yourself into water, to raise yourself out of water is a really difficult thing to do. You, you need someone else's help. And so by even just the physical act, it is a picture of your needing Christ to raise you from the dead, which is what that baptism is signifying. Yeah, I mean, Paul speaks very highly of it in Romans 6. You know, do you not know that all of us who've been baptized um, were baptized into Jesus's death? Like this whole idea of it's a part of Jesus's redemptive process. Like his salvation comes um, through faith by grace. Um, but his, uh, that commitment piece, like that, like what you're saying, that demonstration piece where I am, I am declaring to the whole world this is who I'm following. Um, that comes to the baptism part. And in that, um, it's you're dying. Like that's what the symbolism means. Like when we say buried with Christ in baptism, we're saying as Jesus died, he died for you. And this is a symbol. This is to demonstrate visually your whole body being immersed by the grace and the blood of Jesus's death and that you are raised to life because he was raised through life. So it is symbolic, um, but it's, it's not just symbolic that actually happened. Like Jesus actually did those things. Yeah. And it's the outworking of your salvation. So it's not just a symbol. There's a, when there's a willingness in you to say, okay, I'll submit to that, that difficulty, that awkwardness, that social piece of the puzzle. Um, and you're saying uh, this is a demonstration, uh, not just in like this, at this moment, but my willingness to say yes here is an indication that I'm going to say yes in an ongoing way to whatever God tells me to do. Oh, I've had 
the experience of, of walking people, I think, helpfully away from seeing baptism as just a marking moment. And so whether that's to signify like wanting a, a new start or a fresh start on life. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, one of the things I appreciated about that quote you shared, Jared, was that it is, I mean, we say it all the time here, it's an outside picture of an inside change, but it's so much more than just, this is what I want to use as like a celebratory moment or, uh, or as like a, a signifying, okay, now I'm starting a watershed, whatever you want to, you know, cliche you want to throw at it. Um, I think baptism is a one-time thing. What do you guys think? I think that's all that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. You can't, um, you don't, you aren't die. You don't die and rise twice, right? It's not a, it's not a every time I turn over a new leaf that I want to demonstrate that again. It, it's what happens when we're saved once and we demonstrate that. I mean, so you need someone, Jesus's grace every day. Yeah. So right. by that logic, you would need to be baptized every morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. definitely. So, um, and then there's the whole baptism by the spirit. That's a whole other thing. Yeah. We won't get into that today. <laughs> infant, the baptism. infant baptism, sprinkling. Yep. Um, so yes, we would say an indication of genuine saving faith is a willingness to get baptized. Um, when someone says, I'm not going to do that. That's not a, not a, uh, direction that you want to see continue. It's not a trend you want to see continue. So we would say, um, Although you can go to heaven without being baptized, um, why would you not want to do so if you have the opportunity? Have a thought about today's podcast or an idea for a future episode? We'd love to hear it. Let us know at 10minutethinkthrough.com. If you like our podcast, help other people find it by rating us on the iTunes or Google Play podcast store. 